This is the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman. I am a certified plant-based nutritionist. You can find the website, mainlyplants.com, or the, uh, you can find me at social media at Mainly Plants. Um, at Mainly Plants on social media, it's Twitter, Facebook, Facebook and Instagram. Um, also, uh, if you're doing Amazon shopping and you want to you know, support the podcast a little bit, uh, go to the website, mainlyplants.com. You'll see a little Amazon button in the top left, and it's a click-through to Amazon. Bookmark it. Do your shopping. Uh, helps me out a little bit. Helps me keep the podcast going for free. So with that being said, don't you just love when you are 15 minutes into a podcast and realize that you forgot to hit record? So this is take two. Um, but what are you going to do? That's part of the deal. Um, the first thing I want to talk about real quick is I've gotten... Uh, a few questions over the past week, week and a half about, uh, you know, basically what, what, what it is that I do and how to go about utilizing me and my services. So without being too long-winded, um, you know, what I do in the podcast is talk about information that I have acquired um, through five years of research and education and, um, you know, debunking Myths and and looking at who uh, who funded certain studies and and why you know the outcomes of all these studies were whatever it's five five years of knowledge. Uh, this is stuff that you can you know scour the internet for, take classes for, and you can find out. Um, I'm just packaging it nice and neatly for you to listen to. When it comes to uh, what I do with you one on one, or with you and your wife or family, or you and your work is um, I will sit down with you if you're local, if not uh, virtually via telephone or, or uh, video chat uh, for an initial consultation. What that initial consultation consists of is going over your concerns of switching to a plant-based diet if you're new to it or if you're thinking about it or any issues that you have in, in, uh, that you're experiencing uh, with your plant-based diet. Any health concerns, any concerns otherwise about switching to a, a plant-based diet, um, any goals that you have, medical history, really kind of just painting a picture for me um, about your health and your lifestyle and where you're at. Uh, from there, <clears throat> depending upon how in, you know how intensive you want me of a role to play, whether it be uh, talking to every week or every other week, we will formulate a plan, a plan of action. Um, to help you succeed and help you reach your goals, whatever they may be. Uh, this can be everything from, again, talking to you every week to uh, if you're local, I, I do these things called grocery store tours where I walk you through um, what to buy at the grocery store, what not to buy at the grocery store, and the pitfalls, pitfalls of grocery store shopping, uh, basically shopping for success. Um, I also do uh, food journal analysis, so you, so you will track your food and uh, send me a list, and and I will re, you know analyze it, and we will talk about it, and you know what's wrong with it, and what's good about it, and what you need to change, and everything in between. Basically, everything that you need uh, to make sure that your diet is on track, uh, and that you'll reach your goals. Um, so, if it's something that you're thinking about, um, you know, go ahead and reach out. I'll be happy to answer any you know questions or concerns that you have. Um, and then we can take it from there. You know, there's no harm in, in reaching out and uh, asking questions. So with that being said, um, for this week, I wanted to talk about chicken. Um, something that's very common when I talk to people and when they ask what I do and we kind of go down the rabbit hole of a plant-based lifestyle is, you know, they'll remark to me, oh, 
you know, I give up red meat, so I'm doing pretty well. Um, no, not really. You know, and, and again, I'm not, I'm not here to be snide. I'm not here to be judgmental. I'm not here to uh, scare anybody. I'm here to give you the facts so you can make the, the proper decisions of what you are doing with your food intake and, and uh, your health. So, with that being said, I wanted to talk about chicken. And, and for some reason, you know, for some reason, as a society, at least in America, and probably worldwide, we have, <clears throat> we have accepted chicken as a healthy alternative to meat, when it really isn't. And, you know, it might have been more so back in the day, um, you know, way back when, before my time, when, when it was, uh, you know, the, all these hormones and, and chemicals weren't used um, to raise chicken. However, there's still problems with chicken regardless of that, and we'll talk about it. But what I'm interested in is, is in today, um, what we're feeding ourselves today, what's available to eat today, uh, and so should you. So let's get into it. Uh, a lot of people give up red meat and seafood because of the cholesterol. But a serving of chicken contains just as much cholesterol as red meat. Uh, and to boot, eggs contain three times the amount of cholesterol as red meat. You know, there's this argument that's made that, um, you know, eggs have something in them that helps reduce the cholesterol. Well, how much is it helping them reduce? Is it helping them reduce, the, you know, all three times or not? And if you don't know, maybe we should just stay away from eggs. Maybe we should just stay away from things that give us cholesterol. We wouldn't have to fight cholesterol if we didn't consume it. Um, again, you know, I, I don't understand the the uh, the reasoning behind fighting cholesterol when we don't have to ingest it in the first place. So, I, I mean, just nip it in the bud, you know. It's just more efficient that way. And as we know, cholesterol is linked to clogged arteries and heart disease. And heart disease is the number one killer of Americans by far. I've done a podcast on it. Um, go back and listen. I don't remember which one it was, but you should be listening to all my podcasts. So um, cholesterol is not a valid excuse. Uh, furthermore, a lot of people will grill their chicken instead of, you know, obviously getting fried chicken because we all know that fried foods are even worse for us um, than the non-fried alternative. However, grilled chicken um, commonly contains a string of, of carcinogens. And I'm not going to go into what that string is called because it's a whole bunch of diatribe, but it's a carcinogen, um, which has been shown to possibly uh, contribute to the development of certain types of cancers, including breast and prostate. Um, so whether you're male or female or transgendered or whatever you are, um, you know, if you're a Caitlyn Jenner of the world, more power to you, I don't care, but you're not escaping the cancer when it comes to grilled chicken. Um, so you might say, hey, Ryan, I boil my chicken. I don't grill it. Um, well, there are these things called heterocyclic amines that are found in all meats cooked at high temperature. And you have to cook chicken at high temperature because if any rawness is, uh, is present, you can get salmonella. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit. It's funny how, you know, the alternative to any point that I make just leads to another problem. So even if you boil it uh, instead of grill it or bake it instead of broil it, doesn't matter. Um, any meat cooked at high temperature has these things called heterocyclic amines. And they have been linked to the, an increased risk of cancer. So it doesn't matter how you're cooking it. It doesn't matter what meat you're cooking. As long as it's cooked at a high temperature, which most of us do... 
unless you're eating, you know, a, a super rare steak, um, you have an increased risk of cancer. Not just from the protein either. You know, obviously there are proteins in meat um, where if we, if we increase our ingestion of them, uh, we'll get cancer. But these heterocyclic amines are linked to cancer also. So not getting away from it. Uh, moreover, a, a common industry practice involves feeding chickens arsenic. And the reason that they do this is to make them grow faster. I'm not sure if you've seen Food Inc. If you haven't seen Food Inc., watch it. Um, you'll kind of get an idea of how much bigger chickens today are than they were 50 years ago because of, of these hormones and arsenic that we pump into them in order to make them grow faster. Um, and you might think, you know, how much faster? Well, a chicken will naturally live for, you know, at least six years, usually more. But let's just call it six for, six for argument's sake. Um, most chickens that go to slaughter, broiler chickens they call them, um, typically take less than six weeks to reach slaughter size, uh, which is terrifying. A month and a half. You know, an egg hatches, out comes a little chick. In a month and a half, that's what you're getting served in your chicken sandwich. Um, and you might be saying, hey, Ryan, what about free range, you know, quote unquote, organic meat? Uh, most free range isn't even free range, but those get bumped up to 14 weeks. So three and a half months. Can you imagine killing something that's three and a half months old? I mean, I, I try not to get uh, uh, into the ethical side of things here, but I mean, it's, it's absurd. A month and a half to three and a half months old and, and they're getting slaughtered because they're full grown because of all the bullshit that we're pumping into them to make them grow bigger. And arsenic, which we pump into them, is super toxic to humans. I'm sure we've all heard of, of arsenic as being a poison. It's linked to cancer, dementia, uh, most notably neurological problems and a slew of other things. Isn't arsenic what, what uh, you know, I, I think... <laughs> People were mailing to like officials in Washington D.C. like five or six years ago, and they had to evacuate the buildings because there was this white powder in the envelopes. They probably went. They probably got evacuated. Went to the bar across the street and had a chicken sandwich and got their dose of arsenic anyway. I mean, we're so worried about about you know these talking points of arsenic in envelopes, but not what we're stuffing in our faces. So again, don't eat chicken. And if those reasons alone aren't enough for you, um, there was a report done by Consumer Reports that found that 83% of fresh whole broiler chickens purchased all across the United States had high levels of salmonella and something called, I'm going to butcher this, Campylobacter. It's C-A-M-P-Y-L-O-B-A-C-T-E-R. And Campylobacter is the leading cause of food poisoning in the United States, which meaning, meaning if you've ever experienced food poisoning, I know I have when I used to eat animal products. Um, if you've ever experienced food poisoning, odds are that it, it was from Campylobacter. Um, and 83% of broiler chickens had high levels of that or salmonella. 83%. That's, I mean, that's, you're essentially playing Russian roulette with, what, it's, say there's six bullets in the chamber, that's like, what, two bullets? I, 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 it's more than that, right? Because that's, that's, that's 66%. So that's like, I mean, that's insane. So it's got to be 
You're, I mean, you're almost playing with a full, a full revolver there, expecting not, nothing to happen to you. It, it's, you, it's disgusting to me. And I think about it, you know, as I'm talking to you guys, and I'm thinking about all the stuff that's in chicken. I don't understand why people eat it. it I, especially people who know these facts. If you still eat chicken and you're listening to me. I, I mean, God help you. I don't, I don't know why you'd still be eating it. There's so many better alternatives. You know, you, there's, there's, you know, I don't, I don't push um, processed plant-based stuff, but there is mock chicken out there that's not going to give you this kind of stuff. Or just, you know, go for the lentils and tempeh and, and tofu and the stuff that's not going to fuck you up, man. So, we were, you know, I was talking about, about, uh, cooking your chicken because you can get E. coli <clears throat> salmonella if, if you don't. But even cooked, there was detectable levels of E. coli in as much as 65% of broiler chickens in a study done by the USDA. And the reason that this happens is that because it comes from fecal contamination um, during the processing of chickens. Um, and that's that's not just from from broiler chickens, but it was also found uh, a smaller percentage in organic chickens. Um, that means there's poo in your food. Let me just let that sink in. There's poop in your food. More than half of your of chicken that you eat has poop in your food. Um, it's pretty fucking gross to me if you think about it. Even if you don't think about it. I mean, would you... I, I don't know what you do for work, but if you got poop on your hand throughout the day... Would you go and eat a sandwich without washing your hands? Most people go to the bathroom and wash their hands even when they don't shit on them. But here you are eating shit that's in your sandwich. Don't do it. Don't, just stop eating chicken. It's disgusting. I mean, listen. Some people aren't that worried about cancer and food poisoning. I, I, I don't really understand that, but out of sight, out of mind, right? How about pooping your food? Does that do it for you? I know it would do it for me. I have a dog, and I remember when he was a puppy, I used to have to clean up his poop, and it was the most disgusting thing. I can't imagine ingesting even a particle of it. It's so gross to me. Um, you know, I remember there was, there were, I think it was probably, what, like three, four, five years ago, um, bird flu was a big issue. Um, I'm not really sure, you know, it's probably because, you know, uh, mainstream media talking points, you know, if it's, if it's, they'll only report on it if it's hot and exciting. However, bird flu, avian flu is still a super serious illness that is transmitted through poultry, uh, old poultry, not just chicken. And because the disease mutates so much, it means that there's more cases of things like pneumonia and organ failure. Uh, and death that are a result of bird flu, somebody getting bird flu. Um, and it spreads because there are too many chickens, too, too, much, too many birds living in these crowded and unsanitary warehouses um, where this disease spreads. And yeah, you might be able to cut down on the percentage uh, risk of getting it if, uh, if you eat free range um, and like legitimate free range, but I don't know. I mean, again, why why risk it? You know, you're playing you're playing roulette. I, I 
I guess I can't speak for y'all, but, um, you know, I, I don't want to get sick since I've been plant-based. I've gotten a cold once, um, haven't gotten any food poisoning or anything. And that alone is enough to keep me plant-based. Even if the food sucked, which it doesn't, the food's awesome on a plant-based diet. But even if the food was not great, being healthy all the time would certainly, you know, keep me, keep me moving forward. Um, lastly, with more than 9 billion chickens raised for food in the United States every year, there is an astonishing environmental impact. Um, and, and, you know, I threw this in because, you know, we're, it doesn't have to do with diet, but it's something to think about and hopefully maybe put you over the edge. But highly toxic animal waste ruins land. It seeps into the water, it conta- which contaminates the water. It makes certain, you know, air segments unbreathable. Um, it just uses up a ton of resources, um, which not only affect just the people who eat the chicken, but everybody around the world. So, you know, we talk mostly about health here, um, but there is a bigger picture. You know, if, if, it's, if you're not going to do it just for health, and I put an Instagram post up yesterday that kind of touches on this because I wanted to kind of cheat it a little bit, but if you're not going to do it for health, do it for the world, man. Help everybody out. Help, help your neighbor out. Help your friend out. Help your, your kids out, the future generations. Um, you're going to be a lot healthier for it if you do. Um, with that being said, if you have any questions about anything that I covered today when it comes to chicken, please, please let me know. I'm happy to get you the information. And I, I, I tell, um, you know, when people write me with questions that I talk about on the podcast, I tell them the same thing. If you have this question, the reason that I share questions is because if you have a question, the odds are 10 other people have the same question. Um, so ask, please ask. Nothing wrong with asking. I will talk about it on the podcast. I will answer it for you. Um, that's part of the deal. Also, real quick, um, if you haven't gotten your blood tests done, if you haven't gotten a physical done uh, in the past year, go do it. Go get your blood tested. Um, do a full panel, meaning testosterone, hormones, um, full cholesterol panel, body inflammation. If you can do micronutrients, usually insurance doesn't cover it, do it um, because you need to know where you stand on a healthy level. Um, the only way we can kind of see what's going on inside of our bodies is by a full mock-up full workup. So please get that done. Um, there are places that do more in-depth ones than others. Um, and I'd be happy to give you that information. If you would like, please contact me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. It's super, super important. You know, I don't talk about going to the doctor very often um, because I'm not a big fan of, of uh, Western medicine. But the one thing that I do push is go get your blood work done. Get your blood work done. Get your blood work done. Tell your partner, tell your loved one, tell your parents, tell anybody who will listen, go get your blood work done. Um, The doctor might not analyze it very well. Uh, However, uh, me, myself, and people like me uh, know what to look for. Um, If you are borderline on certain levels, Um, we can get into that. Please go get your blood work done. And until next week, in addition to getting your blood work done, go eat a salad.